15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's, uh, actually Geico. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money? Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. I need, I, to, I need to get some, some, some like, trip. I need to do shots of triple sack or something. <laughs> something pretty weak. And it just needs to take a, sh- you need to take a shot every time Trump blueberries. I would just do, I'd do like Jaeger. Isn't Jaeger like 35? A little bit, but triple sack is, I think, closer to, you it's know, closer 20. to wine. Just drink wine. Yeah. Yeah, but you, you can't shoot wine. You t- can't take a shot of wine. Hey everybody, this is the Utah Outcast. We are a very much uncensored and unabashedly atheist show coming at you from the great and spacious state of Utah via podcast and YouTube. We haven't had to install a Zion ceiling yet, so thank goodness for that. Uh, We strive to bring you some news you missed, have some fun with real audio, and oh so much more each week. For each topic that we find funny, infuriating, or just plain newsworthy, we make sure to consume each with as much skepticism and as much irreverence as legally allowed by our church-ran legislature. The panel for this week's show consists of those two wonderful friends of mine, Kyle Steenblake and Felicia Antwizzle. Uh, I missed you. I really did. (laughs) And I'm your host. Before we give thanks to the amazingly generous patrons who keep the show chugging along each week, I wanted to let you all know that if you wanted to get in contact with us, we're always available through our website, utahoutcast.com, which is the domain that we'll have for all of our email addresses. So you have Kyle at at utahoutcast.com, Felicia at utahoutcast.com, and X at utahoutcast.com. But if you just want to send in a general message to the everybody here, just hit us up at mailbag at utahoutcast.com. That, that'll get to all of us. Uh, right. Those patrons, that's, where you, that's where you send your hate mail. Yeah, that one right there. Or I might just send yeah. it to Robble or something like that. At- yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm just telling you. I haven't gotten any hate oh. mail in a long time. We've got yeah, some, we've had hate mail. We've got shitty YouTube comments, but no. <laughs> have, I not, have I not said anything feministy enough? No, we'll get there tonight. <laughs> Believe me, we'll, we'll get, get there tonight. Done. Good. So, I'm for feeling, those patrons, I'm feeling the feminist burn, especially because I missed last week when we got to address, when you guys got to address, grabbing by the pussy. So, <laughs> got so my on. Got I, my reach. I still can't believe that fucking happened. So, anyway, for those patrons, I'm so happy to give the utmost thanks to Robert Jones, Dan Ellis, and Luis Cruz for their undying support of the show. And greatest amongst our fans is Danny Lopez, who's the type of guy that can tell you if the water in the urinal is cold and how deep it is. So, anyway. Please don't assume that we don't care about the rest of you guys out there just because the four of them give us cash each week. Oh, no, that's not the case at all. We uh, we love you, love you for simply downloading the episode, but if you want to give a shout-out but can't afford the patron, patronage, just shoot us a uh, five-star review on iTunes or a subscribe on YouTube, and I'm sure we'll make sure to share it with everybody. So a little bit of community stuff before we get into our first segment. Uh, we have a... We're having the final special debate episode coming up between Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton, released... Uh, a few hours after the debate goes up on after after it finishes on Wednesday, I'll find a YouTube that I can play play my fucking vocals over, and we'll yeah. have that episode out there for you guys on Thursday. So keep an eye open for that. 
I'm uh, gonna try to be. Need, I'm gonna try to be participating, but I might be working. We'll see. No, it's fine. I, we, I did. We the need thing to. So we need to live. finalize that. We need to finalize the drinking game rules. <laughs> no, no, I'm not. Doing not it. on a work night. No, <laughs> not doing it. No, because because there's no way that you won't end up miserable like bad drunk like <laughs> yep. not fun so we'll get we'll get to more of this coming up in the news but let's see uh so keep an eye open for that to hit your podcatcher of choice it's going to be it's going to be uh it's going to be a great listen it's not just the candidates talking unfettered it's going to be us over the top of it uh let's see we haven't received any any really nasty comments on youtube or itunes but we did have a uh, a group that is actually featured in death race 2050 coming out uh, in a couple of months where their their songs got licensed for the movie by Roger Corman, and we we talked about that quite a bit last week because mm-hmm. we're we all, did we're all shitty movie fans, and that looks like just yeah. it's, it's going to be a blast of a it's shitty film. So. so glorious looking. So he said, "Hey, our band has two songs licensed for Death Race 2050. We've seen a small piece of it, and it looks ridiculous and insane, and just as awesome as the original. And yeah, shoestring is right. Won't even tell you what he paid for our songs. LOL." <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, we're gonna work on getting those guys on the show. I've actually been in contact with them about that. It it could be mm-hmm. quite fun to talk to them about the experience. I I think it would be fun at least. Uh, we also had a little bit of reach out from one of our listeners, Robert Otto, who has an excellent Facebook group out there that I want you guys to check out. That's called Support for Mental Health, and it's a very very oh, welcoming place. That's wonderful. Uh, I I, yeah. I always like Robert. So he says I I only reach out to a few podcasts, and I and I'm not looking to be on yours. You. I'm sure we can get you on one of these days. Uh, <laughs> and I just want to say that I really appreciate this. I listen to, oh, excuse me. <laughs> I just say that I, I really appreciate this. I listen to many podcasts throughout my week, and I look forward to hearing yours among many. Great job. Please keep it up. And I'm more ignorant than I sound. Yay. And he put a beer emoji in there. So congratulations. Aww. Thanks, Robert. Appreciate it, man. It's a beer emoji. Yep. So that's about all I got for community stuff for this week. So that's going to bring us into our first segment of the show. And uh, <laughs> fans know what's coming. But for the rest of it, it's time for. Okay, so it's time for news you missed. And what a better way to start out a show each week than to plunge headfirst into the news that networks probably didn't pick up. Or if they did, we they definitely didn't come at it with our bias. Uh, the first one that we have up here is... Uh, I don't know about you guys, but I'm so fucking hyped about Obama loosening the restrictions on cigars and rum <laughs> from Cuba. And before uh, I jumps my shit, I realized that a lot of the people that made that stuff in Cuba defected to like the Dominican Republic and Puerto Rico and everything. So you can get stuff just as good. Yes, I get that. It's <laughs> not the exact same thing because I've had Cubans when I was in Mexico. Really fucking good stuff. They are. I love cigars. Uh, anyway, th- that's just my little fun item I wanted to put in there. Before we ta- start talking about Ben fucking Carson. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. The, part of me wants to put, part of me wants to just like put this off so much and part of me wants to jump into it. Oh, <laughs> So on Friday it's morning, he, he had an appearance on MSNBC on a uh, morning Joe. I guess people watch those uh, fucking shows. I don't know. <laughs> According uh, to Joe Biden, who would watch a show called Morning Joe? Huh? Uh? <laughs> eh? Eh? <laughs> if so, Joe Biden on it, I would. So when one of the panelists on the show, a, a female, asked Ben Carson about the recent sexual assault allegations levied at Donald Trump, Carson not only deflected, but he also demanded that her microphone be turned off because he was frustrated by her line of questioning. 
he was frustrated by her being like, no, 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 no. So I have, I have, I have the transcript here. So she says, uh, uh, Caddy K asked Carson. So she says, are you saying that these women are lying? Referencing how now seven women have now accused Trump of sexually harassing him. Seven. Mm -hmm. What was the threshold for Bill Cosby? (laughs) 20. It's it's weird how they're just coming out of the woodwork now. It's just amazing how the, all of a sudden, oh man, you guys don't, you fucking people don't even understand victims. They don't understand this shit. Anyway, so, so Carson says, well, that's your characterization because you need to characterize it that way to try to make me the bad guy. If you're defending a person that sexually assaults people, you're automatically a bad guy, in my yep. opinion. Yep. So Carson said, uh, let's see, let's see what happened to this. So Kay said, not accepting Carson's blatant attempt to wiggle out of answering, tried to push Carson for an answer. And then he says, stop, 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 stop. Hey, can you turn off her microphone, please? Turn off her microphone so I can talk. Oh, that was such a bullshit. Oh, it really was. And here's to the rest of the people on the show who are like, oh, no, no yeah. question. <laughs> like they were like, they were like, absolutely not. Like yeah. what? No. He's been hanging around Trump a little bit too much to start talking like that because that that's that's learned behavior. Ben Carson was never a, a disrespect. Well, I mean, he was disrespectful, but he wasn't quite that level of like, hey, shut off the woman's mic. The men are talking, you know, <laughs> that chauvinistic shit that oh man, it is. It's God, I, so Carson just he, what what what's secreting off of him here is that attitude that male privilege uh, is what it is. <laughs> it's male privilege <laughs> it's male but it's privilege. like it's it's like what you see when when young teenage boys hang around each other and you have that asshole <laughs> that dominates a group and everybody else who doesn't have that same kind of personality tries to kind of mimic that. Yeah, it's the, the big dog, yeah. dog thing we talked about yeah yeah, yeah. uh and, no and it's, i'm it's exactly how billy bush was acting yeah yeah spike yeah yeah. 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 Fuck. <laughs> God, I hate those guys. Um, I'm I'm serious. I've seriously come to the conclusion that the reason so many women are pissed the fuck off about this, mm-hmm. and 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 even the women supporting Trump, like if you ask them specifically, I I swear to fuck every single woman, like has they've been groped. Every single one of them has been groped. Every single woman has had like lewd comments touching. that are completely inappropriate. Like, like they're at work and somebody references their boob size or something like where it just <laughs> takes away their entire power, no matter what they do. Like, oh, I swear every single woman, every single one. And that's why, like, there's that hashtag. Yes, all women. Like, we, we have these statistics. One in three women have, will be ass- uh, sexually assaulted in their lifetime in Utah. No, it's fucking three out of three. All right. We all have. Just because not mm-hmm. all of them recognize it as that, because we've been conditioned to just like not make a scene and write oh, it off yeah. as life sucks sometimes. Mm. No, oh, that's it. You know, boys will be boys. That's yeah, just it. No. Yeah. No, we've all been through this shit, man. And it fucking I'm just sucks. gonna I'm just gonna take it as a compliment. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh fuck, I hate hearing that. Yeah. I've heard that way too much it's the past, the past few weeks. No, it's not. So the, the next article we have is from Dan Savage, who is talking about Rush Limbaugh, who he has said some horrible fucking shit this week. Has uh, he? Yeah, he, he did. Because, because <laughs> let's see. 
Uh, Limbaugh says, you know the magic word, the only thing that matters in America, sexual mores today is, uh, one thing, you can do anything. The left will promote and understand and tolerate anything so long as there's one element. Do you know what it is? Consent. Fucking yes! Absolutely fucking correct. I'll tolerate just about any fucking thing as long as there's consent. It's so hard to understand. I don't get it. Would you like some tea? No, I don't want tea. You know? <laughs> yeah. uh, God, just just the other day, William and I were talking about this. I'm like, you can't force a person to drink the tea. You might get frustrated that they won't drink because you made the tea. You went through all the trouble of putting together the tea, and then they don't want the tea because they fell asleep. But you can't yeah. force them to drink the tea. Like, just <laughs> fucking yes. If 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 ten people. Want to have the tea together. You can't hover over her and force it down her throat. No, you can't. All those those nine people can have the tea (laughs) together at the same time with each other, sharing tea. But you can't make that one person who was like, you know, I changed my mind. Don't want the tea. You You can't make them have the tea. (laughs) You can't just say, have some tea. No, really, have some tea. I'm going to just, no, take the tea. I'm going to grab by the tea. You know, that, what's funny about T is that it's so close to D. So <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, continuing with Rush, he said, if there is consistent on both or all three or all four, or however many are involved in the sex act, it's perfectly fine. Whatever yep. it is. Yeah. Yep. But if the left ever senses and smells that there's no consent in part of the equation, then here come the rape police. But the consent is the magic key to the left. Yeah. If oh, they don't the consent. Yes. If they don't consent, that is rape. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure the rape police are just the, the regular the police. police. The regular, they're just the regular police. No, no, no. I, I watch SVU. I know that they're a different squad. Yeah, but they're still the cops. <laughs> fucking fucking yes. Oh. If they don't consent, it's rape. You mother. It's not a magic fucking thing. Like it's just. It's just go, don't go. That's it. So and it's so hilarious that he, does. he doesn't get it. The rapist doesn't get it. <laughs> All right, you know what? No TMI time, but I don't even give a fuck. So, um, Bella and I have been dabbling in some BDSM. It's pretty neat. Pretty happy about oh, it. Hey, that's what the next paragraph's about. So, <laughs> so um, I hit a limit. Recently, and I use the safe word. Banana. And if you, everyone wants to know, because I, what's your safe word? It's red. It's red. It's really boring. It's red. Uh, <laughs> well, at least and, one syllable. That's that's yeah, helpful. No, it's really. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Actually, it's actually really important to have a, a very easy to easy safe word. You can hear it. I don't just say red in context, <laughs> like out of context of anything. Oh, like, baby, I'm so red. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't. That's not a. Nobody says that oh, word. So it's, red. <laughs> it's really simple. I'm well, yeah. All over your face. <laughs> yeah. And, and it's still I, I it's really good. Yeah. I got there and it was immediate. It was a hard Whoops. stop. Okay. <laughs> and I had actually, and this is normal in BDSM culture, said no because I was like nervous about the, like nervous, but like that's kind of the fun of it, right? Like you're nervous. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd said the word no without even like being aware I was saying the word no, but I, it, I, in this context, <laughs> established parameters, we knew that that's not what I meant. <laughs> like, otherwise, yes, no means no. But when you specifically lined it out that that does not always mean no and red means no. And if I say that word, we're done. So then, in, yeah, 
the book so, that Dan Savage wrote. Sorry, go ahead. No, I just that that like I, I used the word. It was an instant stop. It was and it was just like talking and cuddles and like oh we're okay let's talk about where this was why that it was like awesome it was so awesome so yes consent matters and you can withdraw it at any time even with people that you like really care about like it's a big fucking deal like it's a huge fucking deal and it's not hard (laughs) it's not hard no it's not hard it's it he might it might still be hard (laughs) (laughs) So in Dan Savage's book, Savage Love, he wrote about a decade ago, he said, while it can't be denied that consensual erotic bondage is kind of a ritualized sexual violence, consent transforms (laughs) even the seemingly violent sex acts into hearts and bunnies and flowers sex. I read that after this incident, and I was like, accurate, (laughs) accurate. On the flip side, a lack of consent can transform the dullest vanilla sex act into an act of sexual violence. Consent is always and everywhere the magic ingredient. And your girlfriend's inability to see the implied consent in this image betrays her discomfort with kinky sex. The Ah! magic ingredient. It's not fucking hard. It's amazing. I I seriously will tell anyone who will listen how lovely the experience was. Like, I was like, I felt so safe and like, I felt like I explored a part of myself and we came, became closer as a couple. Like it was, it was so open and like safe and amazing. That's what consent is. Like that's what <laughs> consent is. It's fucking fantastic. <laughs> ah, like, that was yet, fun. I, I wonder if any of his advertisers are even going to take any kind of umbrage with that at all. I, Does he even have any advertisers? Obviously he's got Anymore? some, he's, he's still he's paid to plenty. do this shit. Just like I found out that, you know, the the guy that we like to make fun of on our new favorite guy on uh, Fun With Real Audio, Joey Lee Kirk, not Joey Lee Kirk, fuck, that was a, that was a Freudian slip. Mm-hmm. Jesse Lee yeah. Peterson, sorry. Uh, Jesse yeah. Lee Peterson, he has his own fucking radio show. Like, uh, it shouldn't surprise me, but the guy that talks like the, in- the intellect is the best thing in the world. Like, yeah, that guy has his own fucking radio show. He words for a living. And he doesn't <laughs> words. He can't words. Uh. Uh, words are hard. So moving on to uh, China and one of the weirdest yeah. examples of like, wow, I actually agree with China on this. Oh, <laughs> um, in Xinjiang province, uh, which is like one of the most Western ones out there. So it's, it's close to the areas where Russia has been having problems with, with, uh, uh, with Muslim, uh, <laughs> sorry, Islamic terror attacks that have been happening. So there is a, uh, there is a, a group of people there called the, the Uyghur people or wigger i don't know <laughs> it's u i g h u r i mean i'm sure it's wigger but this is funny to say wigger <laughs> chinese wiggers <laughs> uh, it might anyway. be wigger i looked up a pro- I, lo- I looked up a pronouncer for it it's wigger i'm just being oh, okay. so uh hundreds of people have died in recent years in this province the the far western home of the wigger people an unrest blamed by beijing on fighters and separatists Though rights groups say that the violence is more of a reaction to repressive Chinese policies. I mean, that's people trying to defend this. But the the thing is, the government strongly denies committing any abuses. Of course, the Chinese government has one of the worst track records of fucking Mm -hmm. (laughs) treating people nicely. And it insists that the legal, cultural, and religious rights of the Uyghur people are fully protected. So China officially guarantees freedom of religion, which might shock a lot of people. You're allowed to have it. You're just not allowed to express it in public life, pretty much. Yeah, no. When, when Christians mm-hmm. are like, we ban prayer from public schools, 
No, no, we have it. China has. Yeah, China really has locked down on the shit. So authorities have cracked down on underground Muslim religious schools in Xinjiang in, in recent years and new education rules to come into effect uh, in a couple of weeks. Uh, and it's uh, carried by the official Xinjiang da- Daily says parents or gar- guardians cannot organize, lure or force minors into attending religious activities. OK, yeah, no, I I, I wholeheartedly agree with you. Yeah, that's all right. That sounds I, good. To I'm, me. I'm one of those atheists where I'm like, that's... yeah, religion's child abuse. <laughs> no, it is an abusive relationship. Mm-hmm. No, it is. Yeah, yeah no, that's for adults only, please. Yeah, it really is. Well, I mean, no adults. Neither should they promote hardline beliefs in children, nor force them to dress in specific clothing or other symbols. The newspaper said, echoing the tone of previous rules against beards for men and head coverings for women. So. Mm-hmm. You want to grow yeah. a beard? You can grow a beard, but you shouldn't force people to do it, which is what the the Islamic people there are tending to do. I mean, when you get hardline groups that are the insular like that, that kind of tends to be the thing that happens, especially in cultures like that. So, right. Uh, the rules also ban any form of a religious activity in schools. The par- if parents are unable to properly guide their children away from harmful ways and they cannot continue to study at their existing schools, they can apply to have their children sent to specialist schools. To receive rectification, which sounds to me like we're going to take your kids and reprogram. <laughs> no, that's, that's not. And so that's interesting. Yeah. And so schools must guide pupils away from separatism and create an environment that esteems science, seeks the truth, refuses ignorance and opposes superstition. This is that's <clears throat> crazy <laughs> that it's like, <laughs> like there are they are a totalitarian secular yeah i don't want a totalitarian one i want a government that does the same thing here i want them to go uh no keep that shit at home (laughs) um so the only one that bothers me is the opposes superstition part yeah just because um i think we should that just should just not be a part of school like but if a kid is like magic is real i don't want the teacher to be like no shut the fuck up you're not allowed to say that like i don't want that like, but oh. if the if a kid says magic is real and the teacher says, prove it, <laughs> yeah, prove it. That's great. I, I allow Life. my kids. I allow my kids enough whimsy, at, but at the same time, I'm like, mm-hmm. uh, I'm not going to be the guy that set up like unrealistic shit for him. You know? Yeah. There's certain, okay. What? Yeah, they should absolutely. You know, have enough leeway to say, okay, what makes you? What makes you think that? What? Okay. Yeah. You think it's real. Why do you think it's real? Please, please expand and right. elaborate just, on on your thought process there. Just keep asking them the questions and like yeah. they'll eventually think through it. Like just teach them thinking skills. That's it. Right. Like yeah. I so the, yeah, the only problem I had was the reject superstition because I feel like that's mm-hmm. not teaching kids how to think, that's teaching kids what to think. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that that concerns me quite a bit so moving on from one totalitarian person to another how about mike pence where oh god he chided a trump supporter tuesday who and this comes from talking points memo who (laughs) who talked about there being a post-election revolution if hillary clinton wins the election yeah they say and they say chided and it was really sort of a it wasn't even please don't (laughs) don't do that it was sort of i don't know i don't know it sounded a lot like john mccain to me when some lady was like, and he's a Muslim. And John McCain was like, yep, yep, 
You, well, no, McCain was McCain was a lot more a lot more upright, forceful. Uh, forthright. <laughs> <laughs> he was he was a lot more upfront with that. He was like he like shut that shit down. He was like, no, mm-mm, mm-mm. no. Pence was really sure sort Pence of was a, like, just, uh, don't, don't talk about that. Just, no, uh, Pence was no, a no, uh, no. not in this crowd. There's cameras. You know? uh, <laughs> could you? Could you not? So, I'm gonna go ahead and, if you don't mind, I'm gonna go ahead and change the subject here real quick. Is that okay? You, you okay with that? So a lady Thanks. rose to tell Pence that she was concerned about voter fraud handling the election, ha- handing the election to Clinton because she that, and said that she would participate in a quote unquote revolution. If yeah, Clinton SNL to is White totally House. gonna rig this election. Yeah, that, oh, I've, I'm getting into that in a minute. So I don't want this to happen, but I will tell you personally, if Hillary Clinton gets in, I myself, I'm ready for a revolution because we can't have her in. That's sour grapes, lady. <laughs> I, I I took my shit and went back home when Bush got elected in the second time. I'm like, well, fuck, I lost. Uh, this sucks, but okay. <laughs> well, it sounds, no, what that sounds like to me is the same kind of people who are, who are ready to call Black Lives Matter a hate group. They're willing, they... Black Lives Matter is nonviolent. Black oh, Lives they're, Matter they're, is nonviolent. They're the black version of the KKK. Everybody right. Was, Gross. Um, anyway, so he told the woman, he shook his head and, he, and waved his hand. He told the woman, yeah, don't say that. And so she came back and said, uh, wait, no, he said this part. He said, there is a revolution coming on November 8th. I promise you. <laughs> ah, see, that's the major difference between John McCain and this one, because John McCain went, nope. Not having it. <laughs> no, 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 no. So what's really- I, you know what? Even even in the 2008 election, I was like, John McCain's not a bad guy. Like, no, I can but- totally see why some people listen. He's he's a fairly rational human being. Sarah Palin's terrible. So the the what's happening with Trump is that there's there are people that are going to the polls now and standing over and watching and making sure nothing happens and stuff like that. And Pence launched into a talk about ongoing voter fraud investigation in Indiana, where he, where police actually raided a voter registration office. The investigation has expanded into more than 50 counties. It's an investigation. There's not been anything concrete about this yet. So, And he said, stop that tapping. Sorry. Your microphone picks up everything. So elections are administered at the state level. They are. And I'll tell you, in the state of Indiana right now, we got a pretty vigorous investigation into voter fraud going on. Okay, you have an investigation. No, and not voter fraud. Voter registration fraud. Yeah, that's a complete fucking difference. It is completely different. Yep. So let's see. The Since we're talking about the GOP, let's talk about their their attempts to intimidate voters by sending out creepy as shit mailers. In uh, Albuquerque, New Mexico, there's been a flyer that's gone out that says um, when Democrats win the election and you don't do your you didn't do your part, your neighbors will know. No, they won't. Yeah, that's the thing that they don't even understand their own fucking election stuff here. So the person that received the flyer, that's that's not that's not just that's not that's the regular voter. I mean, that hell, there's a lot of politically engaged voters. Um, I had a meeting recently with some volunteers who were shocked to find out that um, you couldn't find out who anybody voted for. Which I don't understand how it's a secret ballot throughout the fucking United States. Yeah, no, our our field director had to be like, no, mm-hmm. it's a secret ballot. No, no, because like mm-hmm. they were they were talking about 
our own Governor Herbert selling a bunch of voter information. Yeah, that was some bullshit. Except uh, his own name. Oh, he left his own name off the fucking roll. <laughs> yeah, except, for, except for all that information is public. Yeah. Like he yeah. sold a list that is literally just that list. Like it has seriously, like it's not anything. It's I'm just make a list of the best words. And I'm just going to sell them to Trump. <laughs> and people bought it and it's so dumb. But like they thought, they thought that Herbert was selling like who people voted for, and I'm like, they were like, no, no. It does show who you're affiliated with if you've chosen to. Well, yeah, if you if you've registered, yeah, if you look at the yeah, list, that's it. It doesn't even have that, oh, which is wow. probably, oh, it doesn't. No, so really? the the thing that the 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 people don't understand that are being sent this mailer, they don't. A lot of people don't understand. Yes, they're not going to be able to know who you voted for. The only thing they'll be able to see if they wanted to do a public records dump is that if you voted or not. That's about the only thing they'll be able to. Yeah, see. that's the public information. Yeah, literally anyone can access that. And so, what the funny thing is, is that this kind of backfired because they sent it to a guy in Albuquerque that is was going to vote Republican. Then he got this mailer, and he's like, uh, "I'm not going to vote Republican after seeing that mailer. It looks like they're just trying to scare me into things." It's like, "Hey, you finally woke up a party. It's amazing." <laughs> yeah. You know, you don't see the I don't see the Democrats going around doom and gloom, fear and horrible wars and, you know, all this other shit. I don't see that going on. You know, when they go low, we go high. At least yep. I try to. Fuck. And since we're talking <laughs> about our our lowest, the lowest of the low guy, we've got our Trump roundup. Oh, I have like a, a sound effect of like a gunshot and, you know, some cowboy yeehaw on his way onto this shit because, oh, man. So on SNL this weekend, he got. He got made fun of pretty fucking extensively again. Yeah, yeah. Oh, really, that was really awesome. So. And I, I don't. I'm sorry, I I've never, I've never liked Alec Baldwin more. It's amazing. Gina, huge Gina. Gina. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's pronounced Gina. So Donald Trump oh. thinks that I'm the, each one of these starts with Donald Trump. Donald Trump thinks that SNL is rigging the election and should be canceled. Yep. <laughs> he literally thinks that a comedy show that's been on the air for 40 fucking plus years is rigging an election. They've done this with every presidential fucking election. And the funny I, thing is, last year, he hosted SNL. Yeah, yeah, he did. Ugh. And I actually love their portrayal of Hillary Clinton. Like, she She's cracks so me up. <laughs> Correct. Uh, and I, I will now attempt name. a casual uh, lean. But she's she like, she no, it's the, hilarious. Uh, the, the but like, you watch her, and it's like she, like, mm. the character is intensely competent and like a real candidate. And it's like, okay. And then there's fucking shark monster. <laughs> Do you think that you are a good example for our youth? No. Next question. <laughs> 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 And since we're talking about rigging, Donald Trump's once sued a Miss USA contestant for saying that the pageant was rigged. He sues everybody. everybody. He does. He sues everyone. He's notoriously litigious. Like he's intensely litigious. And, and he's so people are like, how come all these victims are coming out now? It's like because he will sue them into oblivion. Mm -hmm. And now that he's in the public stage, they can actually come out with this shit because yep. he can't dare risk suing them or according to my right-wing people at work they're like i just find it highly suspicious that they waited till now and i'm like that's <laughs> not how it works okay let me let me be perfectly fucking clear you know how many times i've been groped or grabbed or just generally rubbed up against and never press charges 
high every single time because there's this thing in your brain where you're like afraid of making a scene or being seen as irrational and it is it's like it's so bizarre or you're like there's no way like he didn't mean to like just wrap his hand his arm around me grab my hip and whisper in my ear right he didn't mean to do that real and there's and there's yeah and there's also there's also this this perception that uh it's a one-off event what happened to me was that was it well and then there's the then and then once you realize what they did it's like all right so if i come forward i have no proof yeah so i'm probably gonna get fired because that last example was at work Mm -hmm. i'm probably gonna get fired and like i'm not a perfect victim who's Ooh. never said any dirty joke at work and and like like i've never said a dirty joke I, i've said dirty jokes at work but i've never done it at anyone's expense right because yeah, that doesn't mean right. you were asking for it that's the thing no right. <laughs> that right. fucking thing oh yeah right and so, this it, like, it perfect every, that perfectly like highlights it perfectly highlights the the attitude of not believing victims exactly. when they come forward. No, it's like you you're like you're 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 Save afraid we, to we be have like this, I'm oh, going to do okay. this main topic coming up later. Okay. <laughs> so, okay. anyway, Donald Trump is at risk of losing Arizona. Fucking Arizona. <laughs> and Utah. Despite, have you seen yeah. Utah's up for grabs? Yeah, Utah's officially ranked up for grabs. I know, I know, I know. Hillary's gonna Hillary. Hillary is going to grab Utah by the pussy. (laughs) (laughs) How how awesome is that? Consensually, she's gonna grab. She's gonna grab Utah by the pussy. Consensually, she's gonna grab us by the vagina. You look at like election maps over at least the last five or six elections, and it's always been about the same states. Usually, I mean, you get a couple that change in the battleground states, of course, because fucking battleground states but at the same time i've never seen blue encroach this far in you know it's amazing it's like so past cool. california like it's it, it never goes past there you know maybe sometimes nevada but not really uh so I'm anyway sorry, uh donald trump claims that he's a big fan of hindu <laughs> <laughs> that that is so the correcting wife- himself and saying that he meant india <laughs> <laughs> I'm a big fan of Hindu. It's the that, greatest. <laughs> you know there are Muslims in India, right? There's a lot of other religions there. There's Christians in India. <laughs> There's a shit. India is a gigantic fucking country with a lot of people living there. That and a remarkable amount of religious freedom. In fact, so you know. Well, you know, once uh, once uh, the humankind started leaving Africa, that was one of the first layovers. You know, yeah, yeah, was in their it was. eastward expansion. It's a, so, it's a big deal. India's yeah. a big, big fan of Hindu, and Hindu is singular. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a big fan of Hindu. Just the one. I'm a big fan of Jesus, or no, that, that actually works. Let's see. No, I'm a big fan. I, of I'm a big Christian. fan of Christian. <laughs> I'm a big fan of Buddhist. Such a, oh. dummy. Such a fucking dummy. <laughs> God, he's the worst. And he's on the forefront of the stage for fucking I, It makes me <laughs> sick. Okay, I'm drinking more. That's okay, tough. that's going to be good for us. We're going to jump to our first break, and when we come back, we're going to do our You Ought to Know segment. And oh boy, is it going to be fun. Because, anyway, 
We'll, you'll catch it in a minute. Utah Outcast. Be right back. Hi, this is Dan, Ryan, and Matt with the Godless Revolution podcast. We've had a lot of great guests on this show. Such as Russell Glasser, Dan Errol, Brian Fields, David Silverman, Doug Mesner, a.k.a. Lucian Greaves, and Joey Kirkman, whom we love a lot. We've also had a lot of really cool local guests. And we're a podcast that likes to fight for the separation of church and state and against anti-skepticism of all kinds. You should give us a listen because if you don't, you're going to be really sad. Make your ears happy. Listen to the Godless Revolution podcast. Welcome back. And it's time for the You Ought to Know segment that we do monthly. Uh, this month, uh, I've been, I've been perusing Reddit a lot lately. And one of the things that they've released lately is a, a, a church, I would say a, especially the r slash ex Mormon group, because you get a lot of gyms there. And especially with us living in the Morador, that's the Mormon corridor for you people out there. There are documents being leaked by somebody that's actually pretty fucking into the church hierarchy kind of stuff. They don't say exactly who it is because they don't want anybody to know. But there's a picture of him sitting across the table from Thomas Monson. Like, he took a picture with his cell phone <laughs> with how close he would get to this guy. And so the documents that he's releasing are coming from, like, the the church office kind of stuff. So things that they don't want people to really see and stuff that I would almost guarantee that they don't want their members to know about. Because they might get a little bit upset with this church that considers itself to be this uh, bastion of frugality. You know, they tell all of their members to, whatever you do, pay tithing. But, you know, yeah. if you if you need food, come to the bishop's storehouse and we'll put you to work and then, then we'll give you food kind of thing. But, you know, make sure you pay your tithing. Make sure you do that. So, we have the pricing for a lot of the shit that they have inside the temples that they sell. Oh, God. So... At the okay. at the temple, these these are the prices for seats, and I'm going to tr try to just go with the the most expensive ones that I can see here. Uh, in the celestial room, they have <laughs> a armchair that costs eighteen hundred dollars. Uh, and this okay. is not including fabric on these prices. So oh that's, oh oh oh, you literally meant to make the seats. This isn't a fundraiser. Oh okay. Yeah. And they have benches that cost two thousand. These are all celestial room. The celestial room is the one that you go into after you give the the the, the temple worker the key, the the tokens, and you get past the veil. <laughs> and it's the room supposedly where you can feel God's presence in this room. No, you know, yeah, no, seriously, if you, if if you don't know what we're talking about, go yeah, go, go to go new, name Mo, new name Noah yeah. on YouTube, mm -hmm. and yeah. he has all the videos of him going into celestial rooms and going past the veil and all that yeah. stuff. Yeah, do some do some YouTube searching. This shit is fucking weird. Yeah. It's fu it is weird. It's weird. As somebody who never was near it at all, I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck are they doing? And I'm fascinated that they remain. That's what I don't get. Is that like I remember being brought up Baptist, and my parents were like, "Oh, the Mormons are just a bunch of cults." And like I'm like, "No, that's probably everybody's religion is a cult, really." That I had that thought early on, you know, because that's when I became the unaffiliated Christian, you know, believer kind of thing, uh, like how we had with Andy a couple of weeks ago. I was yeah. growing up, I, I was literally eating flesh and drinking blood, and yet still nobody rubbed oils on my tits. Oh, they don't do that one anymore. <laughs> no, it's just symbolic. That's recent, though. That's recent. Just like the whole, yeah. you know, uh, slashing your throat movement thing where like, yeah. you promise mm. you don't say shit. They don't do Pele ale anymore. They do the... Oh God! Hear the words of my mouth with their hands up and down, and it's like a party. Not really. <laughs> it's a party that you paid a lot of fucking money to go to. Mm -hmm. 
And so, okay, so the sofas that they have in the Celestial Room cost 4200 fucking dollars. And that's not fabric, so you can imagine, like, Holy if they get a good... shit. Yeah, 4200 fucking dollars for a sofa. Well, and I imagine they use a really good, easy-to-clean microfiber. <laughs> so in, in dressing rooms, uh, restrooms, and initiatory rooms, there's stools that they have. You know, basic fucking stools, $450. Oh, for fuck's sake. Uh, let's see, matrons and presidents, counselors' offices, and matron assistants, and all that shit. Their sofas are like eighteen hundred and shit like that. Confirmation desk is like seven hundred fifty dollars for a chair. So it's just like nothing below like. Oh, by the way, I've seen the new know. name Noah's shit, and this is just some pen, like some ganache, like nosh, like just. It's nothing spectacular. This no. shit is no, not it's super. Nice. It's like it's, it's like banal. spending five thousand dollars. It's banal. It's spending five thousand mm-hmm. dollars on a cookie cutter diamond ring for fuck's sake. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it's expensive, but it sure, certainly isn't interesting. Not yeah, no, no. the The majority of price is just like marked up shit yeah. because they only use very specific contractors for this. Yeah, and the right. for, for the most part, they they've been looking into this. You don't leak documents to RX Mormon <laughs> without mm-hmm. people researching this shit. Ow, fuck, that was my. Mm-hmm. Uh, without mm-hmm. researching this stuff. And there's yeah. people that are like, yeah, the person that's contracted to do this happens to be a company owned by, you know, one of the general mm-hmm. authorities and shit. Super so. creepy deep, super creepy is it's these exact same companies that are getting contracts from the state. Like yep. the University of Utah and for public schools and shit. No, that's that's a real thing. That's a real problem. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's can, there's uh, a lot of shit that runs pretty deep there. Yeah. Every yeah. bill that has to go through the legislature goes through the Mormon lobbyist group. Which is bullshit. So that's not the, a joke. In the celestial yeah. room for the center table they have there, and they usually have like flowers and shit in it. Uh eighty five hundred fucking dollars for a table. For just a table. This is what your Mormon tithing is going towards. I'm not saying you guys, but I'm saying there no, I mean, no. if you're listening to this and you're a questioning Mormon. Think really hard about whether this is so an there's organization. Been, there's been outside analyses, and like it's like ten percent of Mormon tithing actually goes to charity work. Oh, you're being you're being oh, generous. less. You're, you're, being, you're being very generous. Ten percent, really? I'm being generous. They gave okay. You're being they, very generous. They came out and bragged about giving away. Uh, I think one one point five billion over like ten years or something like that. That's nothing. That's nothing. That is over, over ten years, right. especially you know. Over ten years, and they brought in how much? Yeah, yeah. at least seven or eight billion. You know, every yeah, year. no. Uh, let the, to to talk about another controversial tax exempt organization. The Clinton Foundation has been analyzed, and eighty percent of the funds donated go directly to charitable works. Oh no, and that but, you know, includes it's chivalry. All these fucking people. And it, it, it that includes preventing aids and and sex at comprehensive mm-hmm. sex education in the third world that includes yeah. empowering women for fuck's sake Which neither of the neither of those things the lds church gives a shit about at all right mm-hmm. they want their tithing so okay yeah, how about no, this one so, here's a really good one here's just, a really good one the bride's room rug <laughs> oh i've never been in the bride's room seventeen thousand dollars for a fucking rug <laughs> in the bride's room Someone someone commented on Reddit where they were saying, 
Had I known that, I would have gotten naked and rolled around on it just to say, oh, the the opulence, oh, the money. <laughs> and they even have uh, carpet carvings in some of the places, like in the in the uh, the celestial room and the ceiling rooms. And there art is shit. I've seen this. It's so boring. <laughs> it's terrible. It's, it's really, really awful. <laughs> Like I mean, I've been in I've been in Catholic cathedrals, and mm-hmm. I've been in, and and I've been in Greek Orthodox things where I'm like, God damn, like they paid some artists. Like I, I mean, look at Leonardo da Vinci was commissioned by the Catholic Church, like a lot. I'm sure he wasn't and, cheap. <laughs> oh no, he was not cheap. And <laughs> and you look at this artwork that he created, and it's like, yeah, I know it's Jesusy, but damn. Okay, to be fair, Leonardo da Vinci had several artworks rejected by the Catholic Church because they yeah. felt Jesus-y enough and therefore blasphemous <laughs> because he tended to not portray them as holy as they should be. But no, but like it doesn't matter because you look at this and it's like, okay, that's fucking brilliant. And then you look at yeah. Mormon art and you're like, well, it's well, shitty, but how much of it? Technically great. It's technically spot the fuck on. Well, yeah, it's 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 sort of like. Okay, yeah, it's technically good, but there's no. But it's really. There's nothing there to it. It's no. It's it's shit. just. It's yeah. It's shitty art. I'm sorry, but it's shitty art. Uh, except yeah. for early Mormon architecture, it's actually fucking beautiful. Early Mormon architecture, yes. modern Mormon architecture, such as the temples that they're building now, which they're spending this money on now, is shit. Yeah, early modern yeah. architecture is actually fucking gorgeous. This is not including mm-hmm. how much it costs for the Moroni that goes on top, and it's not costing how much no, the, yeah, the giant baptismal font costs. That costs a lot yeah. of fucking money. It doesn't count how much yeah. the chandelier that they put in the celestial room, which is usually mm-hmm. very fucking gaudy and ornate. Mm-hmm. Oh man, there's so much goddamn money wasted on this thing, and the I I love intense art like i love a chandelier that makes a fucking statement like it's like right. look at that fucking thing and right. i like architecture but there is there <laughs> like okay it's like it's like walking into an opera house and there's this mm. beautifully crafted like subtle but intense like but but also like obvious chandelier and it just it's there mm-hmm. you can't help but look at this gorgeous thing and then you walk into like Trump Tower, and it's clearly cookie cutter. <laughs> like it's clearly something that they put into like an algorithm, and they're like, "This is a chandelier," and they just used expensive materials and charged the same. Like you can yeah. see the inlays, and you can see the artist's hand guiding this chandelier in this opera house, and then you can see the one in Trump Towers, and you're like, "Yeah, I can tell somebody charged way too much for that shit." That's the fucking difference. Yeah, and the, and then you also you also add on to that the fact that this stuff is not it's not there for for public consumption. Right. You can't go and look at this beautiful artwork. Literally, anyone can walk into any Catholic cathedral and just bask in the yeah. The no, I've I love I love walking love into Catholic cathedrals. Oh, yeah, God. I so love I. Catholic cathedrals. So like, do I. I. 
They're just so fucking beautiful. It's the intense. Like mm-hmm. the flying buttresses they have in some of those buildings. Oh, the flying buttress. Oh, yeah. The flying buttress. That's was not one just of the a funny word, people. Google it. It's really nope. fucking pretty. <laughs> the flying buttress was one of the most incredible architectural inv- advancements of any time ever. Like the flying buttress. And see, oh. and that's what I was trying to say is that I love architecture, but I look at the temples that the Mormons build and I'm like, I am so underwhelmed. I am like, Nothing about this says, you know, oh, somebody took a chance yeah, on this, or you know, it's somebody, awesome somebody had to think out the fucking box on something. No, no, this is all cookie cutter. They might say, and I have the thing here from the leaks where it says uh, mm-hmm. that the temples need to be uh, unique. Each one needs to be its own unique design. Is that why the one in Provo and the one in Ogden looked exactly the fucking same? You know, when we had oh, them? No, so but that similarity. Yeah. That 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 similarity through design that and this is something manufactured by the LDS Church. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Uh, so the, the the that that similarity is actually creating a sense of consistency and therefore a consent uh, a a sense of truthfulness, right? Yeah. Like purity. <laughs> yeah, it, it is truthiness. They're they're creating a sense of of purity. Of that's why, uh, that's of, why all their churches look vaguely the same. Exactly. Uh, so the the idea here is that uh, because the human mind likes things that are similar so often, like they find them comforting. Um, yes, we seek out novelty and we we seek out new things, but we find things that we find similar comforting and therefore safe. So when they're creating a a safe place, when they're saying God is with you, they're 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 preaching exactly that you're going to feel safe in these. And these people are walking into a place and they're feeling a sense of similarity a sense of uh, of unity and a, a sense of symmetry and they're going yep this feels right this feels <laughs> correct so and the therefore me- they're not exploring anything co- like they're not exploring their cognition in this at all mm-hmm. i have a Which powerpoint art should, be. art should be like you go like you go hmm mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, like yeah. that's what and, it should be like and, and to 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 compound like how much money People are making off of these buildings. They have, they've built a total of 150, 160 of them. Yeah. And they are currently building 14, 14 are under construction, and they have about 10 or 12 that are going to be. Membership numbers fucking dropping like a fucking. They don't, no, they don't care. Yeah. You would you would think with memberships dropping, you'd think it'd be proportional. Like you build the number of temples you need, build no, the number they, of buildings you need to the number. Of, well, you know. okay. So here's the thing, and this is this is goes back to the missionary work. They're not focusing on the first world anymore. No. They're mm-hmm. focusing on the third world. What, what do you, how do you think Joseph Smith did it? He did it on a uh, like a burgeoning sense of identity and yeah. and country. Well, I, the reason yeah. he sent a lot of people to England first is because there were rich people there that he wanted to mm-hmm. get money from to help. As build a fundraiser, smart as shit. Well, yeah, that's that's the model they used. Well, his problem is that he had absconded from just about every fucking community that he ended up setting up because of all the shady shit that he was up to. And right. I, I'm not going to paint him as a nice guy. He was a shitty human being. He was a terrible yeah. human being. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I have a PowerPoint here that has the temple furnishings and ex- interiors. I mean, it's so banal. Oh, I mean, this PowerPoint oh. thing, but it, it like the, just some of the stuff that they have. Like this is stuff that's going around the business there. So it says, and like the very, f- I would lose my shit if I had to go through PowerPoint hell 
and they had doctrine in it. I mean, they had like fucking quotes from the Bible and shit in there. And just listen to how smug Doctrine and Covenants 97, 10, and 11 is. I don't want to. No, hang on. <laughs> verily, I say unto you, it starts with verily. Fuck your verily. book. Fuck oh. your book. <laughs> He's not even using it correctly. Verily, I say care. unto you that it is the will that a house should be built unto me in the land of Zion, like unto the pattern which I have given you. <laughs> Like unto, like unto <laughs> the pattern. He, okay, this is why like historic scholars go, oh, this is some shit. Yeah, one more because though. he's just mixing language, like he's mixing tenses and like styles of language. He's just like they say, verily in the Bible, I'm gonna do that too. Look, like, I translated it from a rock. I translated it from a rock. Well, okay, is, this is DNC, so this came from like everybody butting heads with each other. Oh yeah, we need to make some shit. We need some new laws. So. The last one, the last bit that I have here says, "Yea, let it be built speedily by the tithing of my people speedily." Oh. <laughs> Yay. It starts out with yeah. oh, he, he's just throwing these in. Like in the Bible, these these things actually make sense. It's I understand that the common person doesn't understand where yay and verily should be used because we don't talk like that anymore. But th- there was a reason, like they that that actually made sense when they wrote it the fuck down. Forsooth, and <laughs> <laughs> the fact that he closes out the fucking Book of Mormon with adieu <laughs> just oh, <laughs> blows my fucking mind. Shut the fuck up. He does not. <laughs> yes, he does. Adieu, adieu, adieu. <laughs> yes. Yeah, he- yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a terrible book. It's really bad. <laughs> the Bible's a shit book. <laughs> yeah. Okay. How hey, about this? Was that have... the Book of Mormon with adieu? Adieu. Yeah. <laughs> so okay, we have uh, we have inter- internal documents showing how much it costs for them to run their Mormon.org website. How about this one? Oh God. You guys want to take a wager and what it costs to run their website per year? What they've forecasted for uh, the next couple of years? Okay. For the, let's just go year by year. So, <laughs> just guess how much do you think it costs to run Mormon.org for one year? Thirty-two grand. You oh, know, shit, most small websites would probably go with a budget like that, correct? <laughs> uh three point five mil. Closer. So really, the cost only for uh maintenance cost for like the, keeping the website up and all this other stuff and the servers and all that fun thing. Is six hundred and seventy four thousand dollars just for one Holy year? Holy shit! Oh, I I estimated high. No, no, hang on, hang on. No, no, no. Content development cost for the current year is five point four million dollars. I was Holy on- shit. Yeah, so it costs over six million dollars to keep Mormon dot org running for one year. That is money laundering, people. There is that's no definitely- yeah. That's no money laundering. There's. Death. That's no. There's no fucking way. There's I, no oh. fucking way. The Utah Outcast is run with oh ten dollar hosting or no. Let's see, ten dollars for the domain and then like a hundred and fifty a year for the hosting. Mm. And I do all the other shit out of free time. And most of the people writing for Mormon.org are doing it for free because mm. the really sure like, fuck is not paying them. I really feel like we should get William over here to talk about this. He's a software engineer. Oh, he does do content though, so never mind. 
So, and it has like stuff in here is like, are you going to be releasing stuff on DVDs? No. E-published? No. Exhibit? No. Kiosk? Yeah. <laughs> Manual? No. Mobile app? Yes. Presentation? Yes. Social media account? Yes. Video? Yes. Web app? Yes. Website? Yes. <laughs> and so, let's see. Indicate possible channels through which the product will be delivered. Broadcast, Deseret Book, Distribution Center, Insign, Family Search, all of these places that the Mormons... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, and the Leo, the mobile, mobile Mormon.org, Mormon, the Mormon channel, seminaries and institutes, social media and theater, small or large. So does that mean we're going to get shit from the LDS church before the next uh, Larry Miller theater? <laughs> opens up? Uh, oh, fuck. Will this product be translated into multiple languages for six million? It better fucking be. No, it should be. Yeah. Nope. What? No, it's not going to be. Nope. Uh, let's see. Let's see. And it says other languages and it says list align language priorities with online non-member audience, not necessarily church mm. phrases, church phases. Sorry. And so this just this plan is six million fucking dollars for it's ridiculous. And they're saying that they're like, planning they're, on this, here's where they're planning they're, for anybody that's wondering where the church is trying to internationally hit the hardest. Mm. We were just kind of talking about this African Southeast. The Caribbean, mm-hmm. the Middle East, Africa North, yep. Africa West, Central America, the Pacific, mm-hmm. Asia, Europe, Philippines, Asia North, Europe East, South America South. <laughs> so you have Chile and you have whatever the fucking else is down there. <laughs> third, third world. Yeah, yeah Brazil, West Mexico, and South America. So. Africa West specifically is largely like local religions. Yeah. Uh, you know, like they did with the American Indians, like they're just like these are these are people who are just like y- yeah, and we do our thing. Like these aren't people who are largely concerned with religion. No, they're specifically targeting these people. They're specifically targeting these people, um, because they are th- these are undereducated because they have low access to resources, uh, educational resources. That many many communities in West Africa don't have the internet. It's not a thing, mm-hmm. and uh, like they, these are the people you go to, and you go, "How long does it take to get water from the well?" And they'll look at you and they like, "Well, <laughs> it takes." Well, no, no, the, their answer is, "It takes as long as it takes." What? What are you? How <laughs> long does it take? What are you talking? Yeah. Like they're not, they're not concerned with, with time, time like of we are. day. Yeah, yeah. like you, like, uh, I, I knew a guy from Ghana, and he was telling me if somebody says. I'll see you in the afternoon. They mean sometime after the sun has passed midday. Like, (laughs) and that's because they just like that's how their that's how their system works. That's not Mm -hmm. that's not primitive. Like, I mean, I guess that it is by our standard, but like that's just the way their system works, and that's fine. Like, there's nothing wrong with them just being like, "No, afternoon means sometime in the after fucking noon." Shut the fuck up. Here's a here's a beautiful line from the maintenance plan for this pe- for the the church website describe the pl- product's retirement plan at present we foresee no retirement of this product this product will be a key in hastening the work until the lord's coming <laughs> mm. <laughs> oh that's terrible <laughs> oh so your mt all of your uh, your mormon missionaries that are out there right now do you know how they're walking around with ipads and everything a lot of them are being sent to do help on these websites and stuff like that, you know, providing, you know, online help for stuff. 
hey, would you like to talk about this further? We can come out to meet you. You know, that kind of thing. So they've changed their plan because they realize that, oh, the Internet's a thing nowadays. But six million fucking dollars is ridiculous. It, it is. Somebody's making a shit ton of money. Yeah. Off. Even if they keep 10% really? of the population in the first world, they can hold on to a solid income. But the only way they're going to expand in the future is going to the third world where people are still like like third, fourth, fifth world. Like, And, and I don't want to like disparage people living in these kind of conditions because they're they're not stupid right they're not dumb these are just people who've just never been exposed to these ideas just never never had the opportunity yeah no no yeah yeah no don't confuse ignorance with with intelligence right they're they're and they're not even willfully ignorant right and so the mormons come to them and and they're they're like with then they fake their science as you know, they love to do. They love, love to like fake their archaeology and shit. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No, they fake a lot of shit. So like these people will be like, like rationally be like, they seem like they know what they're talking about. Like okay, mm-hmm. then they're providing like some evidence. I guess this is the thing I should be doing, and that's exactly what they're fucking going for. And so they're going to keep the, the as their first world population is going. Oh wow, this is bullshit because they you know people are just leaving. Yeah, like by droves. Yeah. What with the internet and yeah. all that, but the third mm-hmm. world is, and because there are some <laughs> rock craze, Trump doesn't get elected. There are good people out there who are trying mm-hmm. their fucking best to bring economic stabilization to these third worlds with the, the Bill and Linda Gates Foundation and the Clinton Foundation. Shut the fuck up. That's accurate. <laughs> yeah. No, it is the last little bit of documentation that we have here and i'm just hurrying it along because this is the last one is have you ever wondered what the uh the how long the church retains records on certain things for we have this document now so (laughs) so uh, let's see if they have um all the records that they have that's broken down into it like administrative and legal financial fiscal social educational you know all this fun stuff so the ones that they keep for the longest time are audits and inspections on your on your personage. They keep these in in in, mm-hmm. in storage where they retain this information at the fucking church headquarters in Salt Lake. They literally have to send it there for 10 years. Claims Jeez, on nice. you. Claims on you legally, 10 years. So, they only really care about money. Uh, if you if you guys yeah. haven't figured that out. Oh no, 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 no. No, no, no yeah, of course. Super not. corporate. So, Super yeah. corporate. These are all the ones that are 10 years, so they, they care about... Joseph Smith cared about getting laid. Brigham Young said, how can we make some money on this shit? So t- titles and contracts that are in your name. The church wants to know about those, and they're going to keep those for 10 years, too. Mm-hmm. They don't care so much about financial and physical stuff because they don't care how much money you currently have. They want to know how much they're going to get from you before you die. So right. uh, They want to know your public communication records. They want to know your education records. They want Mm -hmm. to know your employee files. They want to keep Mm -hmm. those for 10 years. They want to keep your payroll records for seven years. They, they want to know about property and equipment the most, because Mm -hmm. out of all the columns, this one has the most tens out of it. They want to know your real estate, your construction projects, your taxes and property. They want to know your engineering records, your drawing records. They want to know for when it comes to church stuff, they want to retain member information for 10 years. They want to keep missionary records for 10 years, genealogy for 10 years, 
temple also no i want to i want to point out something here 10 years is a remarkably short amount of a uh, short period of time the catholics keep records for forever not to this detail like the catholics yeah. they, they don't really give a fuck now this is um, for about every this. member that's the thing is yeah that- no 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 i know but the catholics are like let's keep long-term shit like they're talking hundreds of years right like they're not talking about the individual. The Catholics have been around long enough that they're like, mm, individuals don't fucking matter. So, um, once the, no, once but my the, point is, like, the ten year thing—that's super duper corporate. Yeah, but the thing is, you're thinking yeah. ten years and like, okay, we're just gonna let it go into the ether after ten. No, 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 no. There, after the ten year retention period is filled, all a review process will take place, and they're gonna determine whether to destroy. And each one of these has archive, destroy, or review. So they're gonna review it and just determine if they want to keep it active. Or they'll send it to the archive, which is in the giant fucking salt mines that we have. Out yeah, here. they're going to keep that information. So even though you might have sent in a, ma- a letter asking for your information to be removed, they didn't purge you from the database. They have all your shit still. I don't mm-hmm. care what they say. They they would legally have to say no, we don't. But they've got it still because you have. No uh, it would be to it. so hard. It would be so hard legally to prove that they'd removed your data from the database. Like, yeah, legally, like you'd have to have something. You'd you'd have to have an egregious egregious against them to say mm-hmm. that they had not, and there's no way for an, an individual to prove that they had not done the thing. Right. Just imagine, like we brought up all the money and the, everything they were talking about here, mm-hmm. the amount of money they spent on that one rug for the bride's room, which is funny. I feel so sad for Mormon brides, especially at the big temples, because they don't get to have just their day. They usually have to share it with a bunch of other brides and grooms going through and doing this shit. That $17,000 rug. Nobody that comes to the temple is going to have any fucking clue what a $17,000 rug looks like. They're just going to see a a rug. They're not going to give a shit about what it is. Right. You could have bought a $2,000 rug and shuffled off that $15,000 to, you know, get clean drinking water to some kids in Ghana or something like that. Did yeah. the actual charity no, no, we're, we're not going to do about? works. No, no, we don't believe in works. <laughs> anyway, I thought you guys ought to know that because it, it's it's so obviously a corporate shell game. It's just, you know, they really and especially after I'm totally trumping here, especially after they sent out their thing this week to Arizona where they're saying uh, we don't want you guys to have legal weed, you know. Yeah, fuck those guys. They're, they're, God they're damn it. Actively lobbying, you know. Right, which no, I, I technically I, technically they're allowed to do. They're allowed to do it, but it's bullshit. <laughs> yeah, no, I, no I it absolutely is. They don't. They they actively oppose those drugs, which uh, activate creative thought, alcohol, yeah. uh, marijuana, LSD, mushrooms. Those are all creative Any, thought things. Anything that can make people happy, they are opposed to. Well, because it's well, cool. no, no, no. They're cool with antidepressants. <laughs> They're cool with antidepressants. Well, well, no, but antidepressants don't don't contribute to happiness or well-being, really. No, no, they're just they're simply but a medication to help people yeah. not feel so shitty. And and I don't want to I don't want to dis- disparage. No, 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 no. Antidepressants have saved my life a couple of times, but no, they're super but, important. Um, but. Well, the, the antidepressants <laughs> aren't they're they're not creative creativity enhancing drugs. No. Uh, no. I mean no, no, we there's there's some damn good studies that alcohol, marijuana, 
LSD, mushrooms, all of these things actively enhance creative thinking. Yeah. No, I, <laughs> th- those are things that they are life enhancing. Yes, and they it, are. Antidepressants are life-saving. Mushrooms are the only drug that has ever been found to have a lifelong effect. And the lifelong effect is better communication, more acceptance to new ideas, uh, generally a sense of well-being. Like, fucking mushrooms are like, yeah, they make a person more creative and more accepting Mm -hmm. of people as they are. Like, and that is exactly what the Mormon church does not want. No, 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 no. And we we need a big bag and a camping trip. Yeah. We- <laughs> the, three, the three of us. Need the the opinions yeah. expressed by Kyle and Felicia do not necessarily reflect the opinions of... <laughs> also accurate, yes. Oh, no, fuck it. They express the opinions of... us have never done illegal drugs. No. no. Never. Absolutely. Never. Nope. nope. Never once. Nope. Mm-mm. Just talking. Yep. <laughs> Anyway, that's it for you all to know. We're going to go ahead and jump into fun with real audio. We'll be right back. This is Utah Outcast. Do you know where Saskatchewan is? Probably not. It's in Canada. If you do, you might know a city named Regina. In Regina, there's a studio. And in that studio, there are, at least once a month, a bunch of skeptical atheist geeks and goofballs who get together to do a podcast. We are the Brainstorm Crew, and we're trying to help spread a bit of reason and critical thinking while still having fun. Never taking things too seriously, but still not accepting everything we're told, we go through different topics, exploring them in depth, and often disagreeing. We try to stick to provable facts, and we never trust a myth. That's why we say we're woo-free since 2013. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, or Spreaker under Brainstorm, or check out our website, brainstormblog.net. I can't promise you'll always agree with us, but I can promise you'll have fun listening to us. Okay, we're back, and we're going to jump into fun with real audio. And just to give you guys a heads up, we did lose Felicia over this little, over this little bit because she was tired, yo. <laughs> anyway, uh, we do have uh, fun with real audio, and the first segment that we have this week is we have um, Dave Dobbenmeyer, who is just a he's a he's a shit bag. Let's just let him get into that. Oh, God, go. okay, yeah. I wonder when was the last time you and your church? Religious leaders, Christians. When was the last time you heard your pastor give a sermon on the fact that women shouldn't be in leadership? Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> it's terrible. Uh, because you really shouldn't be doing that anymore. <laughs> I mean, women are allowed to be. No. There, you know, uh, yeah. No. Yeah. That's you, just. <laughs> you obviously care just... about them enough to let them run your household. You know. Uh, can we just say we don't want to vote for Hillary because she has a vagina? Okay. Can we not do that? <laughs> can we just oh, not say, say that? Those are old times. We don't, we don't live like that anymore. Women and men are equal. Well, women and men may be equal, and they are equal. Well, I think it's pretty clear but, that the Bible teaches us that but, women should not be in authority over a man. You say, well, that just applies uh, in the that church. That doesn't mean equal. Really? So biblical Fuck principles you. only apply in the church. What's the point you're making? Here's the point I'm making. With all that's going on with Trump and everybody screaming and hollering about that, when is the last time your pastor stood up in the pulpit and said, hey, listen, we cannot vote for Hillary Clinton because women are not to have authority over men? That makes them not equal by definition, doesn't it, Dave? (laughs) Well, first off, your pastor should not be saying that. He ought not. (laughs) 
he ought not be saying that because of this tiny little thing we have called the Constitution. If your 14th Amendment, you know, your anti-discriminatory Ooh. amendment to the Constitution. Well, oh, and that little thing called the first. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's not forget that supersedes the other one. Yeah. <laughs> but how dare, how dare these that uppity one. women want to have, you know, a, a positions of authority? It's because of assholes I, like this. It's <laughs> I won't have any vagina telling me what to do. I'm not going to have that schliz tell me what no. to do. Brr, I'm a Christian. No. We want to follow the God. Bible. That should be a good place to start, wouldn't it? Rather than worrying so much about the immorality of a sinful man, what about the biblical principle that when a woman rules over a man, when children rule over a man, it's a sign of judgment of the Lord. <laughs> Whatever the fuck that means. <laughs> that doesn't mean anything. Oh, this guy's ridiculous. When is... What example does a child ruling over a man ever happen? Oh, I don't know. With every kid, <laughs> you, you are the you are your child. You are beholden to your kids <laughs> until they are yeah, old enough, no and shit. even then, <laughs> even then, they still have power over you. <sighs> uh, As men, uh, we need to take back this country. <laughs> it just reads like some sincere MRA level type bullshit. Oh, it's. Like, this is given all of our power away, you know? Yeah, no, that's beyond MRA shit. <laughs> this is get back in the kitchen, woman, and make sure you're not wearing shoes while I knock you up and have another kid in there. Where's my sandwich? Oh, God, the sexist motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I don't have anything to combat this with because no, a, there's we don't not. have pastors. B, he's so fucking wrong, and he doesn't even get it. Just how can someone in 2016 still say something like this? I don't get that. And I hate using the excuse, hey, it's 2016. But literally, it's the 21st fucking century, and we're still saying women get behind me. You know? It, there, there's. We've had the suffrage movement I, for like a, almost 100 years. and More, um, more than that now. God. <sighs> Man. Fuck. <laughs> Dave Dobbenmeyer. Sexist. Terrible, terrible sexist. Fuck. Man. <laughs> oh god damn it since we're talking about sexist pigs and everything how about jesse lee peterson because <laughs> oh man because, because the only reason someone that's a victim of sexual assault dares to talk talk up is because you know they want to be accusers and who's the biggest accuser uh, ever Satan. oh every of course is guilty now every man you guys can't see it uh, on the podcast when you're listening to it, but the guys on YouTube, this is his channel. He posted the shit out there, and he says that every man is guilty now, every man. And he flashes a picture of a rapist and Bill Cosby, another rapist, and like all of this stuff on his screen. Like he's choosing to say like these convicted rapists are guilty because they're rapists. Like you don't say that because of you know PC culture that they're accused of all this stuff. No. Bill Cosby literally fucking sexually assaulted and raped people. He, he didn't, you know, he wasn't just boys being boys. You know, you can't play this shit off anymore. You can't be like, oh, back in the good old days. You can't do this anymore. You And uh, Trump, I really sincerely hope that he gets fucking indicted. And I hope he sees jail time for this shit. I honestly oh, hope I, Yeah, I would hope. Yeah. 
But anyway, Jesse Lee Peterson wants to keep the fucking hits rolling with these, these shitty stuff they're saying. And these accusers pull that out at will. They get angry about something. You don't make, you don't return their call or attacks. They can just accuse you. Your call or attacks <laughs> for those that what might the, Okay. Well, first off, what the fuck is he actually saying here? Because I don't understand a word coming out of his mouth. <laughs> it does sound terrible. He's he's trying to say that every man is at fault now because, you know, if women are somehow even catching your perception of being slighted, they're going to, going to accuse you of sexual <laughs> assault. Or, you know, you look at them the wrong way and they're going to say you raped me. No, God that's what that's what Radfims want you to think that they're, that you know he raped me with his eyes. No, that's not what like regular everyday feminism, and that's not what we're trying to advocate here, people. God, because generation and generation of young girls have been taught to do this. Some amazing stuff happening that was right literal pause. eyes, <laughs> and uh, and it seems that there's no way to stop it now. Andre, did you know that this guy's paid Satan the words. was called the accuser? He's called many things. That was things. his primary name. No, well, not his primary Satan's fucking name. is Lucifer. primary <laughs> name is the accuser. Ronan, the accuser? <laughs> Swings a giant Satan's fucking warhammer. <laughs> primary name is the accuser. No, he's fucking not. we have in our country now. And we have having him come to be. It's mushmouth. <laughs> this guy's literally mushmouth. So I want to say to the parents out there, fathers and mothers who are trying to raise good, decent boys, you have to change. This <laughs> because the boys are not going to like it. They want to feel free. They want to be because able to Because a lot of these boys don't think of, are not thinking about sex, and they don't see female females as a sex object yet. They just see them as friends. The boys have not been you know, introduced into sex, or they've not been violated. And they just what? see male and female. They're going to, you know, school. They're dating. <laughs> they're going to parties. Just in their minds, they're having a good time, not realizing <laughs> that the accuser is lurking. What the fuck? What? The accuser is lurking. It is the vast intellect that, you know, this guy just, I, I'm just going to keep saying stupid shit. And I'm going to sound like a cross between Umber Fudd and Mushmouth the whole time. Be quiet. <laughs> I'm hunting voices. Like, it, it no, it like sounds like Elmer Fudd doing an ad. A radio, uh, sorry, radio Ad, show. No, <laughs> Adam Sandler doing an Elmer Fudd impression. There we go. I know why all them crocodiles are so angry all the time. It's 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 because it's because the women and. The rapists and the, they no, haven't been they, assaulted they, and they have a good time. <laughs> it's like a Mrs. Swan mixed in there too. God, yeah, there's like a man. <laughs> this guy's like a shitty parody of everything. He horrible. Is, he has an audience. He has thousands of people that listen to his shit. They gobble Who it up. Who listens? Who listens can, to that? I can barely break a hundred on YouTube. We got over two hundred downloads and stuff like that, and I'm fucking yay, giddy. But this guy. People listen to this fucking asshole because he's a Christian. <laughs> so Why? Possible. I'm playing it right That's now. That's what has what? happened in our country. And Happen. if Hillary Clinton get in there, that's going to... I mean, get in there. 
imagine where that's going to go with laws and accusers coming out and it's going to be bad. One thing I've noticed about the women who have these types of heart, they don't mind lying about it. They'll just accuse you. They're mad at you. They don't like you. They disagree. They will make up a story and make and, and present it emotionally like it's just so true and I'm just so hurt and I was so violated and he looked at me and I knew what he wanted. It's a mess. We live in a totally different country now. And and uh, Trump is fighting to make it great again. What? Yeah, because those women, if if you don't, if you uh, if you look at them the wrong way, they're going to accuse you. If you if they don't like you, they're going to say that you raped them. No, that is the exception, not the rule. You fucking idiot. This is the this is the total fucking anti-woman misogyny like parade gone on fucking steroids it really is because how else okay. can someone say that you know and we're going to talk about it with the main topic is that if someone's a victim of assault like this just believing them is not going to fucking hurt anything you know if you believe them it'll make them feel better and you'll get to this kind of stuff but it's not in no way an indictment of saying you know people should be doing like fake allegations and stuff like that because you know it does come back to blow up in your face if you do shit like that and they can prove it they have the duke university thing that happened you know mm -hmm. it ended up being fake allegations but they fucking dragged that woman through so much shit but oh they did yeah, yeah. i i just uh, how many guys has this <laughs> how many women has this guy victimized i want i can only wonder what where where the where the women have been just unwilling to report it or say anything I, about woman, it. I wouldn't want to report it because I'd be like, how did I let this guy up in there? Yeah. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> like, oh, he didn't really know what he was doing. I mean, listen to him. The guy's clearly <laughs> a, a very special person. <laughs> yeah, but even he, when, he's, even he's, when he's, the same person rapes you, it's still rape, man. <laughs> he's clearly I don't know what's going on there maybe it's a little bit of downs I don't know but I got a radio talk yeah, show but... can I put God. my penis in your pudding <laughs> yeah what the fuck oh my god really I'm gonna grab your pudding that's what I'm gonna do right now it's getting to be my yeah. Tyson no, I, yeah. <laughs> I can I can very easily imagine any woman who's been <laughs> who's like been that? sexually assaulted like by this guy. Your titties? I like your titties. You like that? <laughs> yeah, I can very easily imagine anybody who's been sexually assaulted <laughs> by this person just to go. I I can't. I can't in good conscience. He didn't know what he was talking about. He didn't know what he was doing. He just to be, he does. To be completely honest. He has raped my ears for like the last two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna accuse you because I am Satan. Uh, if this guy wants a personification of Satan, I'll be it for him. That'd be mm -hmm. funny. I'll even fucking get the little implants. That'd be funny. I'm <laughs> wearing the red shirt. I very easily could. <laughs> I still want to do a Satan costume. <laughs> oh, Jesse Lee Peterson, uh -oh. you are you are a never-ending font of stupidity and just fun because. There's going to be somebody that's going to come and find you, find this video on YouTube, and they're going to be like, oh, you guys are women. You don't know how to, you don't, you guys are a bunch of bitches. You don't know how to respond to somebody like that. And be like, 
Yeah, because it's like fighting a no. guy with both arms behind your back. You know, it's like <laughs> no, because we feel really bad about it. We feel really bad about it. It's like making fun of somebody who is really not there. And I'm really trying very hard. I'm, very, I'm, I'm, a, I'm not trying. I'll punch I'm, down. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I'll punch downs. The I can't, I can't. You, you don't. You don't make fun of somebody who's gone full retard. You yeah. just don't. <laughs> and that's what we're doing right now. God damn it. That's I'm what we're doing. Monster. Such a monster. I haven't even said horrible ah. shit, but we're terrible people. <laughs> okay, so how about some Rick Scarborough? Who wants to talk to us about gay marriage? Mm-hmm. If we don't hang together, we're going to certainly hang separately, as Benjamin Franklin said. Amen? Uh, what the fuck? <laughs> I guess he's it's once again the Christians trying to bring up the Revolutionary War and you know the founding fathers and how this nation was ordained by God. Apparently, I fucking mm, I, I yeah, don't even know nope, anymore. Nope, 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 nope. Sorry, nope. Those on the books now they disqualify your members, especially your leaders, from serving in federal office because they hold the biblical interpretation of marriage. still serve federally you can still do it but the thing is you better not fucking use your personal reasons to withhold services to people that don't follow the same goddamn thing yeah pretty easy Mm -hmm. can you imagine the day in america when a when a qualified judge would be disqualified because he believes marriage is between a man and a woman and yet we're living in that time yeah roy moore yeah 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 we are we are we're living in a time where a federal judge can be disqualified because they refuse to uphold the 14th Amendment. Yeah. And it's amazing. That's amazing. And yet clerks can get away with shit still. I, I'm, I'm glad. I'm no, completely not really. Oh, wait, no, I still remember her. Not long. Lo- not, 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 not going No, don't in, do not invoke the name of Damn. the great Satan. <laughs> do not invoke <laughs> the name of... <laughs> And uh, by the way, when that when that edict was passed down, when, when our when five unelected lawyers, as Chief Justice Roberts called them, handed down the marriage ruling and said that despite natural law and despite all God's revelation and thousands of years of history, we declare that a man can marry a man. They opened the floodgates for an immortal life such as we have never known in this country. And perhaps brought the judgment of God finally completely upon our country. Okay, well, first off, why don't you give a fuck about a woman marrying a woman? No, it's always the first. man. Always. Yeah. Always. Right. Yeah. No, you, you only care about man on man. You don't give a shit about woman on woman. Why is that? Because it grosses them out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Because honestly, I, I think a lot of these guys want penis and they just don't, mm-hmm. they don't want to admit it themselves. They're like, I fucking mm-hmm. hate all them gays, but I'm going to secretly watch those videos at home. <laughs> I'm going to click on the gay channel on, on Pornhub. <laughs> we all, I mean, it starts as the trans channel and it's really just then a it, quick click away the, the bisexual one and then yeah you realize that it's you don't really not that in. yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> and then next thing you know you're looking at twinks and bears and otters and mm-hmm. stuff and you're just like 
I got a problem. And it's not a problem to us. It's a problem to you guys. And so, therefore, that's why you go out there and you try to legislate shit. So, that's why you try to use your church and your religion to bash shit over people's heads. That's why why you Mm -hmm. have fucking organizations that don't want to pay for... And I, the anti-pregnancy stuff. What the fuck am I trying to think? Contraceptives. There you go. You know, you don't want to have right. to pay for monthly pills and shit like that because you know right. it's against your religious beliefs. To be like, right. that's great. I'm glad you have religious beliefs. They don't trump my fucking federal rights. They don't trump my <laughs> rights as a citizen. Which Look, I think we're starting to see a bit more here in Utah, where people are going, "Hey, wait a minute." <laughs> yeah. The more the more you protest. The more you protest, the more you try to legislate, the more we are just going to assume that everything you're trying to legislate has a direct impact on you personally. So Rick Scarborough, go fuck yourself. You're you're once again a terrible fucking human being. You know, it's never a really good selling point when we're doing fun with real audio for me to be like, oh, well, at least their audio sounds great. <laughs> uh, because, I mean... Hitler gave great speeches, but you know, the audio quality was always so fucking terrible. <laughs> uh, not to compare the two directly. I'm not trying to go Godwin here, but we do have Mike Pence talking at Liberty University of all fucking places. And, gee, I wonder what kind of message he's going to be delivering at Liberty University. Not one about, you know, inclusionary stuff, not about freedoms or anything. Let's see. I'm, I'm sure it's about God and Bibles and shit. Here we go. I long to see the day that Roe versus Wade is consigned to the ash heap of history where it belongs. And nope. Well, what a great way to start. <laughs> so he would, he would prefer back alley abortions. He would prefer the non-safe ways of people being able to get abortions. He, True. I would. I honestly, I'm with a lot of people when it comes to you know I'd rather not see abortion. God, it would be great if we didn't have to have abortions. But the problem is we don't live in a world where that kind of shit happens. No, we don't. We also don't live in a world where people commit murder. Yeah. And it would be so- great to live in a world without murder. Wouldn't that be nice? You know, it'd be <laughs> great to live in a world where, you know, the Cold War Part Two isn't happening. You know, <laughs> fuck. It would be great. To, it'd be great to live in a world where people never changed lanes without their blinker. It'd be great. To but live in a we world don't. Where somebody. We don't live in that world. It'd be great to live in the world where somebody doesn't leave pubes on a toilet seat. That's just wrong. Oh, fuck. It's fucking gross, you fucking apes. God. Well, you know, it's not entirely their fault. They're just, they just fall out at a certain age. <laughs> it's like, I give up. I give up. I can't do it anymore. Uh, it looks like Pence is like all of his hairs gave up color like 30 years ago. Like he's grayer <laughs> than like anybody I've ever fucking seen. He's got this little gray Afro thing going on. It's amazing. A culture of life in America. And I promise you, different from the agenda of our opposition of abortion on demand. No, nope, talking point. Partial birth <laughs> talking point. Funding of abortion. Don- there is no public funding of abortion. No, but there, but there should be. Yeah, why not? <laughs> why? Yeah, why not? You know. Oh wait, it's they can't have. I'm gonna, I'm gonna rally against something that doesn't actually fucking happen. Partial birth abortions. It's not like they're taking. Not like the kid comes out of the uterus and it comes out of the vagina and they do the pit and the pendulum on the fucking kid. It's not like they, they cut them in half as soon as they, they, they come out of the body. 
the, 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 the way they sell this partial birth abortion bullshit is they try to make it seem like they're, they're pulling the kid out. And as soon as the head is out there, they're poking a fucking hole in it or something like that, or pushing on the soft yeah. spot a little bit too hard. That's not what's happening. People. No, no, no. Partial, partial, partial birth abortions <laughs> yeah, <a> are <laughs> during this show. You have to, <laughs> uh, three or four. <laughs> of these of the big drinks yeah no partial birth abortions are generally reserved for very severe cases one where the mother might die where, where both people where might the, die where the mother might die where, where the kid is born with essentially no brain inside out you know harlequin children inside out you know <laughs> Uh, kids that are born with um, something that's coming up a lot more frequently now. Uh, micro uh, microencephaly. Microcephaly, yeah. With uh, that's coming up more thanks to Zika. Pinheads, yeah. Uh-huh. That's, that's not that's my term. That's my term. Right. <laughs> <laughs> These kids are coming out. They're not going to live. These kids are not going to survive. Not have a good standard of life, even if they did. Right. But even even so, not even points like that. How about the ones where the baby's heart just stops for some reason, and yeah. they're like they're like six months in, and mm-hmm. okay, you get two choices: you either pull it through the hole that already exists, or you have to make a new one. And they're not likely to do the new one. So, right, it's not a happy thing. Nobody seeks this, no. Nobody seeks out this thing to happen. Nobody wants to do no. fucking abortions. No, nobody does, and especially partial birth. Partial birth is not something that's just, it's not an option on the table, Hmm. except when it's necessary. Exactly. Let's let him finish. I will work to advance the sanctity of life in the rule of law. We will sign a bill banning late-term abortions, and we will uphold the historic Hyde Amendment to prevent the use of taxpayer dollars to fund that which millions of Americans find to be morally objectionable. That's great. I'm glad you guys find it Mm-mm. objectionable. That's why I don't. Trump and I believe that the largest abortion provider in America should not be the largest recipient of federal funding under Title 10. A Trump-Pence administration will defund Planned Parenthood. But because who's Planned there to take Parenthood. their place? But Planned Parenthood is not the largest supplier of abortions. No, they're not. They're the largest supplier of, of women's health care health services yeah. and they're also a great supplier of under um underfunded like health services people that can't yes. afford to go to real doctors or have real insurance yes they work with guys too you can get a vasectomy there if you really wanted to yes they do so much more than what you guys bill them as being as the like the mm-hmm. abortion on demand place like god damn it i hate that phrase where they say abortion on demand like <laughs> nobody's walking in and like abortion now you know it's not like a fucking mcdonald's you don't walk in and go what abortion please it's not like you go through the drive-thru and there's a fucking hose they stick out and you're like insert <laughs> fetus here you know a little hose with a hook on it it's just <laughs> no that doesn't it, that's not how oh, it works it's stuck sideways <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I that's, know I'm going to hell. <laughs> that's not how it works. Oh, man. I think he's got a couple more seconds. Here we go. 
Oh, really? Why? ...dollars to women's health care that doesn't provide abortion services. Oh, no, you're not totally showing a bias there at all, Mike. Not at Mm-mm. all. <laughs> <sighs> this is the guy that's running to be the vice president. You know, but at least he gets his message out a lot fucking better than the other guy. <laughs> no, I mean... <laughs> Oh, doing the well, debate no, is fun this week. <laughs> no, Pence is such a such a disaster. His political career after this is essentially over. Yeah, because he's he's just done. He's been attached to this guy. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think Rubio would have a better chance of coming back than Pence. <laughs> and, and Rubio's chances of doing anything ever are really slim to nil. Really slim. Okay, that's it for fun with real audio. We're going to go jump into our uh, quick little main topic we have here in a minute, and we're going to finish out the show with our highs and lows. So uh, catch us in a second. This is Utah Outcast. Hey, y'all, this is Tucker from the Atheist in the Trailer Park podcast. And I might live in a beer can, but I ain't no inbred redneck. And if you listen to my podcast, I'm going to learn you something. And no, I ain't talking about how to marry your cousin and not have kids with 16 fingers and stuff like that. I mean, I actually talk about real stuff and teach people where the Bible stole its stories from. So y'all give me a listen, would you? Thank you. All right. Now it's time for the main topic before we jump into our highs and lows for the week. Uh, And before we wrap up the show this week, I wanted to take a second. And too bad Felicia's not here because I'm sure she could have gone off for about 15 or 20 minutes on this. Uh, I (laughs) want to take a second to talk to my fellow cis hetero men. There has been a lot of talk about Donald Trump and the sexual assault victims that are now being questioned about what happened to them. There are a lot of people out in the world that think that it's anti-skeptic to take people at their word and to need 100% credible evidence about their accusations before you believe them. The only problem with many types of sexual assault is that even with the rape kit being taken, there may be problems with the processing that negates the whole thing, or just look at how many rape kits that aren't, aren't being processed in Utah right now. So there are thousands and thousands of assaults and rapes that go unreported each year. Please do the victims a service and at the very least, believe them when they tell you this stuff. You don't have to immediately jump to the evidence train. It's hard enough for women to come out and report these issues. So if you don't believe me, look at Cosby. I mean, we've referenced him many times this week. How many assaults did it take? It took Hannibal Burris, a comedian, to come out and publicly snub Bill Cosby. For people to start actually fucking paying attention to this stuff. And then once one person came out, all of the other victims started coming out because this rich motherfucker can't possibly sue them into all into oblivion anymore. He can't possibly take on that many court things at the same time, which is the exact thing we've got going on with Trump right now. I think the number's at seven last time I checked. Uh, at it's, the very least. And that's not even counting the shit that he did with his wife where he had to pay her off because, you know, he he's like, yeah, mm-hmm. I fucked up big time on this one. So this happens a lot with very rich individuals. And it's not a white guy problem. It's not a black guy problem. It's a it's a guy problem. It's a fucking it's the rape culture that we live in. And I know I've turned off some people by saying that just now, but we do live in a fucking rape culture where like when someone comes out and says I was sexually assaulted, the first thing you have to say is prove it. Like, the, no other crime fucking works that way, guys. Mm-mm. Like, somebody stole my car. Oh, man, that sucks. Somebody stole your car. Do you need a ride or something like that? What can I do to help? No. Someone says, I, I was sexually assaulted. Yeah, right. You know, or, 
not that person. That's a good person. You know, especially with the LDS church. God damn. There's just so much shit like this. So at the very least, very, very fucking least, hear them out if they're willing to talk about such things. You might be able to empathize. You might be able to learn something from these people. And finally, from, from my perspective on this, get consent literally every fucking time. It's it's not that hard. I know a lot of people are equating getting consent to getting like a signed contract. <laughs> no, no, it's not that level. <laughs> no. Though no, that would be pretty ironclad to save your ass if you wanted to go that far. <laughs> that would be pretty ironclad. And, you know, depending on your age group, pulling out your cell phone and getting the, you know, recording of somebody you don't know saying yes may not be such a bad idea. Yeah, especially if it's a casual encounter at a party. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, you know. People, a lot of people say if you've had a couple of drinks, you're technically not able to give consent anyway. But at the same time, there is factors in deciding, you know, you were drunk, she was drunk, you know. Mm-hmm. Eh, I don't know. It's it's a weird place yeah. to be. But, but, the, but the main problem I want to focus on here is just listen to people when they want to tell you their, their woes, their problems and stuff like that. And believe them at the very least. There's so many people right. that are there that are discounting opinions of other people, especially women, especially minorities. Because mm-hmm. they can't fathom it themselves. They don't want to believe this stuff. They don't want to think this stuff could possibly be true in their world. But it right. does happen. This shit really does happen. People, I mean, fucking Trump talked about walking in to the dressing room of whatever pageant it was. Just oh, so he can get yeah. his jollies. Just so he can be like, see some titties out there. It's like. Yeah. No. Yeah. That and fucking to, hard up. To make it, to make it worse. It was the miss. Teen USA pageant. Creepy as shit. And the stuff that he said on the bus for Access Hollywood with Billy Bush and everything. They were trying to say uh, it's locker room talk. No, no, okay. that's not guys, locker room talk. If guys do talk about their sexual conquest, it's more or less like shorthand kind of stuff. Like, yeah, I totally got with that last night. That's about <laughs> the, the extent of you get, you know, no one ever says like, yeah. I uh I I put it in her ass two times and then I made sure I wiped it on her chin. It's like nobody goes there. Nobody goes to that level because a nobody wants guys don't want to know every intimate detail about shit that goes on with their friends. And b we're not admitting to each other that we just fucking sexually assaulted somebody and we essentially tried to negate a marriage and null our own at the same time. Most guys, if if it's even an earshot of people, would never even admit to cheating on their wife if that was the thing that they wanted to do. It just doesn't fucking happen. And for this shit to be oh. sold as just locker room talk is just egregiously wrong. And it makes it all is. of us look bad. All of us. All well, of us. And uh, it's all, not. We guys, we have a lot of work to do on cleaning up our own shit. And the thing is. Well, and, and shit like this just doesn't help. No. This is not this is not locker room talk. No. This is not just guys being guys. No. And before no. people jump uh, this is... email with like the hashtag not all men stuff. I get that. A lot of us yeah. guys, a lot of the listeners to the show, you're great fucking people. I I would say right. the majority of you people listening to this are great guys. Most of you guys right. are great fucking guys. I'm not mm-hmm. saying you in particular. I'm saying guys mm-hmm. in general. Because, you know, right. when, when people, when, when people of, um, uh, people of color, or people of minorities come up and they say white people, X, Y, Z, 
don't get your fucking knickers in a twist, man. They're not talking about you specifically. They're saying that the overreaching, the overarching majority of what they've experienced. So when I say guys, you need to clean your own shit up. I'm not saying you individuals out there. I'm saying that guys in general, we need to stop being fucking predatory assholes. We need to stop coming out and trying to conquest shit. If women want sex, they will offer sex. If they, I mean, right. yeah, you might have to chase it a little bit, but don't be a fucking creeper. Don't be the guy that right. has to, you know, like, I'm, I, I'm not going to take no for an answer. And that's part of the cleaning up our own shit we got to do. I'm not teaching my kids this. I don't take no for an answer thing. I mean, admittedly, I don't have any boys, but the thing is, <laughs> I'm going to be teaching my girls to be complete fucking. She, they're going to be ravishing feminists because they're just going to be like, yeah, I don't. Your 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 game sucks. You know, don't even try any of this shit. <laughs> and they're the, they they are going to be the kind where I'm going to encourage them to carry a fucking butterfly knife with them. You know, I'm not saying I want right. them to commit violence, but at the same time, I know the world that they're in right now, and it's we've got mm-hmm. a lot of fucking work to do before I feel like they're going to be safe around a lot of that shit. And that's my own dad paranoia. No, yeah, talking, of course. no, no. There's there's a there's a whole lot, and there's there's a a very stark line to be drawn between the general when, when you say like locker room talk, yeah, locker uh, that's, that's generally reserved for, uh, like vague objectification type of discussion. Tits on so-and-so. Yeah. That kind of thing. Yeah. You know, that's, 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 that's the discussion that happens. See, I'm not, I'm, I, Where, won't, I won't be, I won't knock a guy for saying stuff like that. I'd be like, yeah, I did see those. I kind of like, them. they're, they're beautiful, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm not going to, when, so, if, if I was in the, if I was in a locker room and I heard somebody say the shit that Trump said, I would have talked, I would have spoken up. Right. No, that's just not acceptable. It'd be like, right. Peter Griffin, just no, you can't do that. No, stop it. <laughs> right. Just, oh no. I just start, just start kissing him and grab him by the pussy. Uh, that that doesn't that doesn't sound right. Doesn't sound enjoyable. Or good. No girl or nice. bowling ball. No. No. Or I'm sorry. How exactly can you grab them with those hands? <laughs> your little baby hands. Do you need to use two of your tiny little baby hands to get in there? <laughs> so anyway, mm-hmm. like I said, the very least, listen to people. And believe them when they tell right. you stuff, because the alternative is you not believing them, which makes them not want to come forward, which makes other people not want to come forward. Right. And we need and, we need to stomp the shit out. And the only way that's going to happen is when people report it. Right. And keep in mind, people who are coming, coming out and coming forward with with these stories of a sexual assault and they're not just they're not taken lightly yeah they've probably a been lot dwelling of, on this a, a, lot long t- a lot of times a lot of times they are treated very very harshly for even telling these stories these are not situations that people come forward with just nonchalantly yeah like oh yeah 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 no trump grabbed me by the pussy but it's no big deal <laughs> that doesn't happen all right, it's time for highs and lows for the week. And um, let's see, high point for me, and Kyle can go after me because I always tend to go first on this goddamn thing, <laughs> uh, was, you know, finishing up doing the show early enough last week and 
actually having a couple of nights where I didn't have to edit anything on the show. And I don't want people to think that I'm bitching about this or anything. I really love doing the show. I love doing everything involved with making it, producing it and releasing it to people. But on some weeks, I, I find myself a little bit behind my production schedules. So I'm like ending up doing a lot of catch up work. And so this last week I actually got caught up like around Wednesday, Thursday. And so I was like, Oh, when I get off work tonight, I can actually play a video game or I can, I know I'll watch Luke Cage. And I started watching that and God damn it. It's a good show. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I was really happy to have a couple of nights where I didn't have to be in an editing bay. I didn't have to be typing up show notes. I didn't have to do any of that stuff. So don't, please don't think I'm ripping on you guys. I really enjoy doing the show, but it's just nice where I can take a break and do something else. Uh, my low point for the week would be the discussion I had at work earlier this week with, um, I, I was discussing with somebody about how I don't understand the generational, or at least, you know, the cultural thing where there is, uh, all this hatred against the LGBT community. And I have a older, I mean, much older liberal friend that I work with an older lady who said that she doesn't understand why they get their own parade. And how she doesn't like how they make out in public and, you know, put it in your face. Okay. And I, I tried to counter that they've had to have mm -hmm. been closeted for so long in fear of their life that this is the one time of the year where they get to just own it. You know, they get to celebrate it. Uh, admittedly, to her benefit, she did say that she doesn't like seeing hetero couples making out in public either. So, I mean, she's got at least yeah. that going for him. So she's saying, I don't yeah, like people. No, that, that, that's that. got yeah. to be an age thing. That must be like the whole, because you know, she's almost, I think, almost 70. So it's got to be the whole, you know, nobody did that in my time. I don't want to see that. And, and that's what grosses them out the most. But she was talking to, mainly about the parade and how there's like the leather guys walking around and there's the dudes wearing the Speedos and shit. And I'm like, it's all in good fun. They're just having a good time. They're enjoying themselves. They're, they're showing everybody who they are. So, yeah, of course I and brought up, even that's a fairly minor aspect. Yeah. So I brought up a, our own Christian, uh, puritanical past as why she's bugged by the speedo wearing bikini, speedo wearing bear, sorry. And nearly mm -hmm. new guys making out. It's, it's a product of age, plain and simple, really. What's taboo to the previous generation is, uh, and is accepted this generation a bit easier. And by the time the third generation arrives, it's no big deal at all. And nobody fucking cares. I mean, some of us are able to do it within our own generation, but there's a lot of people. That, I mean, I, I only uh, can only imagine what social taboos we're going to have as old men. <laughs> <laughs> Look, dolphins can't give consent. Okay. <laughs> I don't care. I don't like those trunk people. Those are just wrong. <laughs> they should not be have their, they should not be allowed to marry other people. <laughs> like so, our big outreach is going to be furries. <laughs> Hey, I love the furries. I got a lot of <laughs> whoops, may I tip my hand there. So, uh look at look at the LGBT acceptance. We we've, we've got a long way to go. But it's having an effect, especially on stuff locally like local politics and the LDS church. That's pretty good. So, pot being legalized is starting to sound more and more normal to people as well. So, that's another great plus. Maybe one day we'll be at the utopia level of things being great. But I don't think it's anytime soon. But anyway, that's my low point is just having to having to listen to somebody who I thought was a, you know, a really staunch ally when it came to this stuff. Say some just horrible shit. You're like, how can you possibly hold that opinion? That's you're wrong. It's just wrong. Don't you hear how wrong you are? <laughs> <laughs> 
And I don't want to be that guy. I don't like being that uh, guy, but it happens. Anyway, that's it for me. What do you got, man? Uh, <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's kind of a, it's kind of a combined low and high point. So I'm, I'm, we're really at about six months right now. Uh, since I guess, I guess you could say my, that my dad of officially, officially kind of died. Yeah. Shuffled off this mortal coil. O- officially kind of shuffled, but it's, it's really only two months since like the death certificate was signed. <laughs> but, uh, so it's kind of a combined high and low point where, Oh, a lot of me, you know, me and my siblings are kind of moving to the, the acceptance and moving on point. Yeah. Uh, my, my big point was, so I'm, I'm replacing, I'm ripping out my carpet and replacing it with a, like a hard, a hardwood. Yeah. Cause fuck carpets. <laughs> yeah. Cause fuck carpets. <laughs> This is something I've I've done I had done with my dad several times in the past. Uh. <laughs> uh, yeah, he was a he he's a contractor. He did construction and carpentry all his life, and something he taught me and my brothers and sister. Uh, he taught us how to do this stuff. So I'm at a point where I'm pulling out and I'm ripping up my own carpet. And I'm sitting on the floor, like half crying, ripping staples out of the subfloor. Yeah. Going, yeah, my dad taught me how to do this stuff. Oh. <laughs> so at the same time, it's, you know, yeah, I'm moving, moving forward a little bit. Forward. But at the same time, it's also, <laughs> it's a painful moving forward. Yeah. So, yeah. It's a combined high and low, you know, I'll take it. I'll take it. Kind of, kind of bad memory <laughs> at the same time. Good thing. And also ripping out carpet really fucking it sucks. sucks. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So that's going to do it for this week's episode. Uh, we're headed out to record the secret patron show, which I know a lot of you are checking out and we hope that you're enjoying it, but keep in mind that those are over six months old. So if you want to hear the real current shit, all it takes is a buck a week, and you can contribute to us via patreon.com slash utahoutcasts. Uh, let's see. We are going to be doing the debate coming up this week. Still working on the the Ray Comfort thing. Fuck, it's, it's, it's hard to find a good recording time, especially when you put out two, sometimes three episodes a week like we've been doing. <laughs> yeah, um, well, that's going to be a big one. Yeah, so let's see. Thanks again to Felicia and for you for coming out tonight, Kyle. Uh, let's see. I was going to say something else. I forgot what I was going to say. Anyway, uh, you can let us know if there's anything that we missed that you guys want us to talk about through comments on YouTube, voicemail, text, email, all that fun shit. Anyway, it's the time where we must say to y'all that the outcast will catch you again next week with a brand new episode. But until then, you're welcome. Good night, everybody. <laughs> oh, and uh, Bonnui. Bonnui.
among Native American societies, same-sex unions have taken a place with persons known as two-spirit types. So it existed in North America. Yeah. 
prior to your Christian God coming over on the fucking boats and coming over here. So mm -hmm. same-sex union was known in ancient Greece and Rome. Let's see, in parts of China in the uh, Fujian province, there were certain times in ancient European history. Mesopotamia, ancient Egypt. You, it was everywhere. It was fucking literally everywhere, Louis. It took me three seconds yeah. to look this fucking thing up, and it's literally everywhere. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he's so He's so credulous that he's like, Oh, well, it says it in this authority book. I might as well just go ahead and believe it because that's what I choose to do. God damn it. Introducing Guinness Nitro Cold Brew Coffee Beer. Blending the smooth, creamy nitro taste of Guinness with hints of coffee, chocolate, and caramel. Guinness Nitro Cold Brew Coffee Beer, your new favorite part of the day. Look for it where Guinness is sold. Must be 21 and over to purchase. Please enjoy responsibly. Diageo Beer Company, New York, New York. Ese último McNugget me toca a mí porque soy la mayor. ¿Y eso qué tiene que ver? Los mayores se respetan. Eso no existe, ¿cierto, mamá? Ya, yeah. quédense tranquilas. Aquí hay otra cajita de McNuggets. Respeto, ¿viste? El no hay rivalidad cuando hay McNuggets deal. Hay un deal para cada salida familiar en McDonald's. Compra uno de tus favoritos, como unos McNuggets de 10 piezas, una Big Mac, una Quarter Pounder with Cheese o un Fileo Fish y te llevas otro por un dólar. Por tiempo limitado, precios y participación pueden variar. Válido para un producto de igual o menor valor. 